0: What's up, everybody? You are now listening to So Into You, an inspirational, uplifting podcast hosted by Sunshine and myself, Dimash. We will be sharing our truth, life experiences and much more. So stay tuned because you don't want to miss today's episode. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning, DeVos. How you doing? I'm doing absolutely amazing. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing okay, all right. Okay, awesome. So this is about you today. We're gonna do our little introductions, and you're gonna be the first one that's on the dock yet. We're gonna go ahead and, and interview you.
1: What's your full name? Kalisha Ray Kylie.
0: And where did the inspiration come from with, with your whole name? Did you ever ask your parents that?
1: Um, no. I know my mother wanted to name me Sasha. Um, but I'm glad she didn't. Right, your name fit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my daddy named me Talisha. And Ray is a family name. Ray is actually my grandma's first name and my grandfather's middle name.
0: So it's been within generations. I'm surprised that you ain't put that
1: in your son's name. We know you named after his dad all the way. Mm-hmm.
0: And where are you from?
1: I am from um, a little old place called Anson County, Southern North Carolina.
0: What's the closest metropolitan area? I'm um,
1: Charlotte, 704.
0: And that's about how far away? About an
1: hour... Northwest, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm.
0: What is the, What are some things that you like about your city besides your, your friends and your family? Um,
1: I like the fact that uh, if you have a plan, you can come in and make a difference. It's that small. So the type of person that I am, I was able to come on in. Make a little bit of an impact. And when were you born? July the seventh, nineteen eighty nine. So seven seven eight nine. And seven is my favorite number. So you're a cancer over there. Mm-hmm.
0: And they say cancers they they loving, and they say also they say a weakness that they're uh, like overly
1: sensitive. Okay, I've heard that plenty of times before.
0: I never go by the whole zodiac signs. I always just tend to you know go with the flow. I don't I don't really pay attention to zodiac signs.
1: Sometimes they're accurate with certain people. They are. How would you say you grew up? Um, I grew up with my grandmother, for the most part, down here in a city called Lylesville. Okay. Um, I grew up with my cousin, various cousins, and most of my memories are with my aunts. My mother and father, were um, they were there, but most of my memories are with my grandmother and my aunts.
0: You grew up kind of like around older people, and you had that older influence, so you were kind of a lot more mature?
1: Um, Just because of... um. My grandfather was the main one telling me um, how to do stuff, how to get stuff done.
0: But you have siblings. How many siblings do you have? Four brothers. And they were around too. You grew up with them as well, right?
1: Um, For the most part. My three younger brothers for the most part. But I have an older brother.
0: I never not you had an older brother. I thought you were always the oldest.
1: Well, I got an older brother. He stays in Durham. And he is four years older than me, I think. Three or four years older than me.
0: So you born in 89. What age does that make you? 34. And what does it feel like to be 34?
1: Um, No midlife crisis yet. It feels way more mature than your 20s. I can't say that. I can feel the change physically, mentally, definitely physically. Your bones starting to pop more. And, but otherwise, it feels like I'm grown.
0: Back to your siblings, all of them are, are grown.
1: All of them are over 21 now.
0: And you're closest to which one?
1: Um, I love all of them. I'm closest to my younger ones, but that's just because we grew up more together. My older brother um, grew up with his mom. We have the same dad. So, you know, um, typically when you have the same daddy rather than the same mother, you're probably going to be a little more distance between y'all.
0: So you grew up in a, a small town, and the school, the type of schools that you went to, were they they smaller? Um,
1: we had one high school, one middle school, and each city had its own elementary school.
0: And they were the real small schools; not a lot of kids, students. That
1: mm-hmm. yeah, one one Walmart, so on so forth.
0: What kind of high school kid were you? Were you like the popular one? Everybody knew you. Um.
1: Yeah, you could say that. We dressed how we wanted to up until our senior year so um i would try to i would try to do the best dress thing or whatever and i i i um went to lasville elementary school but i went back in middle school so i was kind of like not fresh fresh meat but you know i was always the interesting one the one that everybody ain't noose the whole
0: school career and the boys was probably crazy over you too
1: i always had a boyfriend. Ever since I was twelve. That's
0: a long time.
1: I've been single since I was eleven. That's a long time to be with somebody. Not one, not one person, you know, but just to have a boyfriend back to back to back to back to back.
0: Academically, at school, you were like. Smart, straight A's. Yeah. Was that something that you had the discipline for or it was instilled in
1: you? No, it was just, it was, I just didn't want to do bad. I just didn't want to, I just knew how to do it and I didn't want to not do it. I don't know how to explain. It was so simple for me. You know, the other, the other, whereas the other kids, I'm like, you're smart. Why do your grades are like this? And I know you're smart because in elementary school you were smart. Why are you trying to play dumb? you know, to fit in or whatever you were trying to do. I don't know.
0: When did you move out of your area and actually go to college or grad school?
1: I graduated in 2007.
0: Going to college, how did you choose?
1: I applied for um, NC State, A&T, Chapel Hill, and Central. And I got accepted to all of them. I got into the honors program at A&T, but I was in the waiting list for UNC Chapel Hill. And I'm so glad that I was. I probably would have went there. But NC State? They were right there near my grandfather, but not too close to him. But Central was right down the street from him. NC State was about 20, 25 minutes from him. And a and I don't know, I just associated that with a party school because we were going to the homecomings, which were fun. Yeah, NC State and when my, I'm not sure who got accepted first, me or my friend, but I think that kind of like sealed it for me.
0: But you wanted to stay local. You didn't want to move out of state.
1: No, because out of state is way more expensive. And plus, North, North Carolina has way has a, a, a ton of colleges to choose from.
0: What was your major when you went to school?
1: Interpersonal communication and Africana studies.
0: What does that mean?
1: Interpersonal communication is pretty much just the intricacies of trying to communicate with a, another person or a small group of people versus mass communication where that's on TV, on the news, talking to a bunch of people. And Africana studies is just, you know, taking classes on how to be Black in the United States, what it means to be Black in America.
0: So the first part was kind of like a lot of psychological type of classes and stuff like that that you had to do.
1: How to speak, um, how to know your audience, um, how to listen, the physical cues.
0: And what prompted you to choose?
1: I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. But what I did know is if I knew how to put my words together, I can pretty much get any job that I applied for as long as they gave me the chance to interview. So um, you can get trained on how to do anything. But charisma is something different.
0: You loved your college life.
1: (laughs) yep. And Africana Studies was just really interesting to me. Going to a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution, and majoring in something like Africana Studies. They took us to Africa you know, stuff like that, they introduced me to concept that literally blew my mind. And it made me feel significant. Because America can make you feel insignificant.
0: The Africana Studies part, it was like an experience. Right. What part of Africa did you go to? Ghana. And how long did you stay and how was your experience?
1: It was 11 days. It was in April. And it was extremely hot. It was lovely. We went into the mines, into the gold mines. We visited the Cape Coast, and the slave castles, and the lab, the river of the last bath. And uh, we went into the rainforest. We didn't see any any animals, though. We ate. Uh, we stayed in hotels with, with, with the regular people or whatever. We didn't stay in a fancy hotel. It was really fun.
0: One question is, could you see yourself living in Ghana?
1: I could. Mm-hmm. Their money is called CDs. Our American money is worth so much more than their CDs. I can have a little bit of money over there if I cashed in my American account.
0: Princess um, Sunshine. That sounds lovely. What would you say is the most important thing that you take with you from the Africana portion of your study?
1: That we are, I don't want to say that we're superior, but God really did make us that way. I don't say that to sound racist. It's literally history. It's literally fact. It's literally literal.
0: If you can go back now knowing what you know. Would you have changed any part of what you studied?
1: No, definitely not the Africana studies. I, maybe I would have changed inter- interpersonal communications to what, I don't know, but not Africana studies. I would have at least had that as a minor.
0: What would you say are like your, your prime interests now? What is that thing that you wish you had to went to school for or something that you can see yourself doing now?
1: Oh, um, good question. I would have I probably studied music. Art in college is just learning dates of when important pictures were painted. Well, the the courses I took anyway. I know it's more than that. I know it's way more than that. But the few art classes that I took, that was what we were doing for the most part.
0: But that's just because um, NC State is not the school for music. What are they known for?
1: Engineering. But I would have definitely did more with music. I would have probably majored in both Africana studies and something dealing with music. That would have actually been pretty cool.
0: But you know what? It's not too late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you spent four years at NC State. Mm -hmm. You got your bachelor's and you didn't want to go back and do your master's.
1: No, but I went back and got my teacher's licensure. I think I went back two or three years later.
0: What does that entail?
1: It just allowed me to teach in North Carolina.
0: What field of work did you decide to go into right after school?
1: I worked at a bank, at State Employees Credit Union.
0: And how long did you do that for?
1: Two or three years.
0: And how was that experience?
1: I worked at the call center. So it was very interesting. It was um, different from working at the actual bank.
0: And you had that can-do mentality and spirit where you wanted to learn, not just being like the customer service representative. that would be like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Don't want to find out. Don't have that um, professional, I guess, decorum. Don't have that professional language. Or uh, you could just tell they don't know.
1: Mm, right. But
0: they do it. And they do it with attitude. And do. What made you decide to leave?
1: Oh, my grandfather passed away.
0: Did you have like a gap year or a gap point before you decided to go back to work?
1: Yeah, I did. I I think it was like a year. And then I went back to school to get my teacher's life job. I decided that I wanted to become a teacher. So while I was doing that, I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. I was the front end supervisor at Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay, what
0: was your supervisor
1: over there? I don't know why they selected me to be in that position. Because I had to count money at night, and that made me nervous.
0: That goes to say that you're not scared of leadership.
1: Right. It was some sticky situations What you, you had to figure it out.
0: How long were you there for?
1: Probably about a year and a half. I was there until I got another job at the at another bank in Durham called Greater Piedmont Credit Union.
0: And how long did you stay at the bank for?
1: I was on there like three or four months. I went to teaching. I went and I went on into teaching. A principal had called me and offered me a job, and I left.
0: And what school did you teach at?
1: Franklin's in Middle School.
0: And that was when you felt like you were solely into what you went to school for?
1: hmm To teach English. And then they made me, I taught for a year, and by that second year, they made me the lead teacher there. Because it was only one subject grade. How can I put this? I was the only seventh grade English teacher. It was only one seventh grade math teacher. It was only one seventh grade science teacher, and so on and so forth. It wasn't a big school at all. What was the education like?
0: Low-level education or? Mm
1: Low-level. They were low-level. Our grade was like a C, maybe. Maybe a D. So we kind of had to bring them up. But we did improve while I was there. Not saying it was me, but we did improve while I was there.
0: It's always based on leadership, but also the kids as well. I mean, I I feel like nowadays, looking back on school, it's really what the school has to offer. Like, if you're taking care of the students, it's like work. If you're taking care of the students, they're more, I guess, susceptible or want to go to school and do well. You get what I'm saying? Based on the curriculum from the food to, you know, it's it's a bunch of different things that that play into um, kids succeeding in school. Yeah. You felt like that was the beginning of the career then, what you went to school for. It was giving you all types of life. Yeah. Do you miss it? Um, some part. You know what? That's something I learned about you too. I like that. I like that. Cause you know, I like that about you. You never have to go back to something or miss something. That's amazing. Yeah. You keep it, you keep it flowing. That is awesome.
1: Cause I've, cause I've already experienced it.
0: it would change work wise. Like what you say, you, you stopped working, teaching.
1: Mm-hmm. I had my son in 2018. So I taught all the way up until then. Yep, I wanted to, I didn't want him in daycare. So I raised him. Mm-hmm.
0: And then you started doing your your own thing after that, right? That was like the last official position that you had with, with like a
1: company or institution. Mm-hmm. Right after that, I started teaching online. Mm-hmm. Online, well, tutoring online. Mm-hmm.
0: Tutoring online and you did that for how long?
1: On and off until I moved down, down to back to my hometown, about three years.
0: How did you feel when you moved back to your hometown? Was it an an exciting feeling?
1: I didn't like it. Mm -mm. It was too small.
0: You felt like you outgrown it?
1: No, um, there's no mystery. Everybody knows everything about everything about everybody. and Everybody know you when you go out and you can't hide. And everybody know your business and they know your mom and them and, you know, when the last time you, you went over it. there's no mystery about nothing. Everybody know everything about everybody and everything.
0: Yeah, I understand that part. But also when you said mystery, it's like, you know, the next day is going to be the same as well. I mean, if it, it, it's often like that when you haven't seen different parts of the world. You tend to get caught up into people more so than what's going on around you or not even concerned about what's going on around you because you're, Constantly busy doing things. You get what I'm saying? In the flow, you don't even have the time to even think about anybody else. Because from the moment that you wake up, you're doing something. And that's keeping your mind off of anybody else. Right. So you went into online tutoring. And then after that, how long did that last for?
1: Until I started doing my canvases.
0: And, And aside from that, aside from going through these various positions, did your mood shift?
1: Um... There were jobs that I would do that I was doing up in well no, 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 all of them were significant.
0: And, and what way did it build you, like some characteristics or feelings that it may have added or emotions that it may have added uh, to you?
1: The bank gave me more insight on how to manage my finances. Bed Bath and beyond introduced me to quality of things outside of Walmart
0: from the employees to the quality of the things that you're buying?
1: It was stuff i never seen seen before in Bad Bad Beyond. Mm-hmm. Stuff I ain't never knew existed.
0: Going back to what, what you did after tutoring your canvases,
1: how, how can we find your products? Um, search me on Etsy creative, creative Canvas Paints.
0: Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. We'd love to hear your stories, questions, and feedback. Please feel free to send us an email to inquiries at SoIntoYou.com. Once again, that is I-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S at S-O-W-I-N-T-O-Y-O-U.com.